This is Wisdom from the Wardrobe, brought to you by Michael Bruce Image Consulting. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Wisdom from the Wardrobe, weekly dose of style, trend, fashion, (laughs) ridiculousness. Uh, It is very clear, if you are a longtime listener, that we do not take ourselves very seriously. However, we do take what we do seriously. And uh, leading the charge is our not-so-serious but very talented Bruce Flummer, a.k.a. Bougie Bruce, the Baron's in the house. What's up? Uh, all right, all right, okay. <laughs> I was trying to just... Uh, we also have Beck. Beck? What up? Yeah, Beck I'm here. Beck. I got nothing. Beck yeah, is I back. Mean, Beck is yeah. back. Um, you know, she, she keeps it real, which I love. Uh, Pamela <laughs> is not here today. Much she got less... fed up with this group of fools. Absolutely. Right, so... Thus, the much less eloquent opening and organization. And so that just leaves me, big mouth, Stacey Heller. So you uh, nailed, nailed hey the landing, Stacey. You nailed the landing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, you know, when Pamela is not here, uh, she does herd us cats a bit. And no matter how cool these cats are, we do require herding. And so it looks a little different when she's not here, which, you know, different isn't good or bad. Different's just different. It's just different. Um, so speaking of different, though, uh, hey, how about them Grammy? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So that's in the news um, is that it's another week and another award show. So, um, you know, the interesting thing is in looking at the pictures, I'll freely admit I did not watch it. Um, I had half a thought of, oh, I should turn it on and see what's happening. And then that thought left my brain and that was the end of it. But I am totally here for the after party photos of what happened yesterday. So, you know, I think it's sort of interesting to note that um, even the things that I read somewhere were the good and i'm using air quotes the good styles or the you know they nailed it i can kind of find issue with almost all of it and i'm realizing does that make me the person who thinks huh or did the people to kind of like bruce and i before we went on air we're talking about mary j blige love her she's an icon love but the mary dress j. she was wearing had these big cutout things on the side yeah. and i mean mary j has got to be you know, upper 50s, 60. Yeah, I mean, she's been around for a while yeah. and she looks fantastic. She does. But the dress she was wearing would have looked more appropriate on maybe a Kylie Jenner, you know, in that 22 age range or whatever. So it's it's sort of what's happening with Madonna. She's trying so sort of desperately Ooh. to stay relevant. She wasn't there. So sidebar. But she seems like she's she was there. So she was there. She was there. Stay relevant. You didn't see the Princess Leia pictures yeah. vibe that Do she you know had what? going on? Shh. You know I what she actually. wore last night? Oh, she wore no. she wore a look by someone that thinks they know what Madonna looked like and so created a full-on mask for her face, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Ew. she's had a little bit of work done. And Oh, my gosh. Totally. And, you know, what's a shame to me is someone that is as iconic yeah. and as, like, fierce and as like express yourself, you do you boo as Madonna feels a need to to do what she's done. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these are the kinds of things that we talk about with our clients, right? I mean, maybe our clients aren't the likes of Madonna yet, growth mindset. Um yep. however, like 
you know, it's like, don't change everything. Do you? Well, here's what's funny, you guys, is that I am, I have looked on two websites now that like is where I do my research normally to find stuff, not a peep about Madonna. So now I'm looking her up to see what she looks like because she wasn't featured anywhere on anything that I saw, which to me says how relevant is Madonna that she didn't get featured at all, (laughs) which I find interesting. She introduced Sam Smith uh, Uh, and uh, what is her name? Kim. Um, Oh, I know who you mean. Yes. I don't know her name, but she's the first transgender uh, Grammy winner, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm with you though. Some of the looks were older people trying to look young or Case of Taylor Swift, somebody that is fairly young, looking a little old in what she wore. Yeah, I didn't think that dress was very flattering on her. And for those who didn't see it, it was a little crop top, very fitted with a long fitted skirt that had a slight train on it. And she's a very tall, slender woman, and she just didn't look all that great in it. It just didn't fit her well or... Maybe she had like an in and out on the way over, but it just, it just wasn't flattering. An in and out burger. <laughs> it, I mean, Stace, she is a skinny, skinny woman. And that dress gave her a little bit of a muffin top. I mean, it was not a good fit for her. And so that's more where I have issue with some of this stuff is that they just, you know, they put themselves in these things that just really aren't flattering. Yeah. Now that's not to say there weren't some who really did look good. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, if we look at even if we just go homegirl, Brandy Carlisle, that look that she wore is her sort of signature look, that sort of, you know, skinny little, you know, bolo tie mm-hmm. with the mm-hmm. long jacket. That's kind of her look. She did it up, got some sequin sleeves and a hot pink shirt. So she stayed authentic to herself. Mm-hmm. But then you contrast that to Lizzo, who I'm not quite sure what that was on the red carpet. It looked like a giant red sack with flowers all over it and all you could see were her hands and her face so it was she a looked bloody tissue later. after a barroom brawl that had been discarded <laughs> she looked great later in the show in that silver dress that mm-hmm. you know i mean i i think god love lizzo but this thing i just it's like you know again i i go back to people aren't doing it because they're thinking it looks good right. they're doing it because they just want the attention like Shania so, Twain, who was oh. basically like Jesse the Cowboy from Toy Story, like, and Barbie had a baby. <laughs> or the Mad Hatter. No, see, for me, it was the Mad Hatter, too. Oh, my God. Way in there from with the Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, okay. it was like white. With by the black. way, we're sounding, Our, we're sounding terrible. Terrible, by the way. Listeners. So can we but he, put some of the positive yes. spin on this, people? But Eric? here's the thing I want to say, though. You... If you are a celebrity, I guess the point don't have a hard time like dissing on this is that you have professional mm-hmm. stylists, yeah. fitters, uh, designers that very often are finding outfits and saying, we want you to wear this and represent us and our brand. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give you this look and we're going to style you to perfection. It's going to fit beautifully it's going to be unbelievable and i mean interestingly we'll get into it later but that's kind of the topic of our show today uh Mm -hmm. and it's sort of like who are these people around the celebrities or what's the priority for these celebrities when they do these shows to the point that you're making back is it about likes getting the people talking about it you know it's provocative Mm -hmm. no matter what it looks like 
do you have yes people around you that are saying, oh, like, oh, yes, this, this, the look yep. for you. Or is it their uh, authentic brand? Right. And it may be. I mean, honestly, it it absolutely may be. Well, in which okay. Case... So, yeah, like you look at Harry Styles, his whole thing are those sort of, you know, sequin jumper romper things that he's been wearing for his entire like I think that is his jam so he at least it it fit him well it's not my favorite style but you know to me that's being authentic to who he is as opposed to Cardi B with that big giant sort of headdress thing on that she had to fidget with the whole time because it kept blowing over and she had to keep moving it to put it in place and you know, that's got to be so annoying to have to fidget with your dress the whole time. Absolutely. And like Anderson Pack in his floral suit, like the brocade type mm-hmm. suit uh, with like, you know, a T-shirt underneath and like a cap and a chain. I was like, OK, I love yeah, this. Absolutely. Um, you know, he some owned of them, that though. A hundred percent. And, you know, like some of them were just. Like I'm going to say I'm, huge, sorry, huge shout out to Laverne Cox. She looks <gasps> dynamite. Yeah. Just a very simple column dress in what I hope is a faux crocodile with sort of some embroidery on it. She just looked stunning. So that's what you want is you want somebody to look at you and go, oh, my God, you look great. Not, oh, my God, what were you thinking? You know, yeah. so I think that's the. Like you know, Machine Gun Kelly, his suit, I mean, his tuxedo, I mean, he was true to himself. I mean, it looked great. It wasn't over the top, right. if you will. Right. Um, but I thought it looked really good. Yeah. And Doja so, Cat, I think, like brought herself back from yes. her last outing with just a simple black one-shouldered latex yeah, dress. Absolutely. She looked dynamite. Mm-hmm. You know. So maybe she pushed a few buttons with that red Swarovski crystal getup that she wore, and now she's kind of swinging back the other way. So you know, I don't know. But yeah, there's just yeah. some interesting looks. And it is it is certainly an event to have fun. I mean, yeah. the Grammys of all things uh, with award shows, it is absolutely the time to have fun um, and have looking at all those outfits. <laughs> uh, uh. And that's not uh, to say that we don't like these performers because I right. do. I love myself a little Tay-Tay. I just didn't think that outfit was really flattering on her because I've seen her look so much better. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to rile up the beehive. (laughs) Uh, Didn't like that dress. Right. And here's the thing, Beyonce, love who she is, what she's about, the way that she like generally dresses herself. Like she's like, here I am. This is what I look like Mm -hmm. when she went up to get that, um, that record breaking 32nd Grammy, uh, the dress, it was not really all her body so that she could it could suit her best and so that she could move with ease and comfort yeah which uh is actually what we're talking about so on that note should we take a break and And come uh, back and come back and we're going to be talking about alterations and what they can do for you and your clothing and your look and your comfort Mm -hmm. level all right so uh, keep listening to wisdom from the wardrobe when we come back we are going to talk about alterations We'll be right back. 
Have you ever considered working with an image consultant or stylist, but were worried about what the experience would be like? If that sounds like you, then Michael Bruce Image Consulting is here to help. They've worked with thousands of people, and many of those individuals have shared their experiences by way of style stories. Go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com slash style stories and check out what their delighted clients have to say about their experiences. Hey, welcome back to Wisdom from the Wardrobe with the Michael Bruce Image Consulting team. We are down one member today. Pamela is not joining us. So therefore, the discombobulated uh, randomness of the show. We're off the rails. She's 100% to blame yep. for not being here. And when she listens to this after <laughs> afterwards, she'll be like, ah, oh, I can't believe you guys. <laughs> Yet, uh, there's still a certain charm to what we're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, the Grammys were a perfect, uh, actually, way to weave in what we were going to talk about today anyway, which is alterations. Uh, it's not a particularly sexy topic. However, It depends I on how your say, alterations turn out. Well, I mean, well, that's the point with Beyonce, right? Um but I would say, don't you think it's safe to say, Bruce, 99% of our clients that work with us end up having some alterations done on the clothing that they either already have in their closet and they're giving new life to, mm-hmm. or they go out and buy. Absolutely. Uh, most people actually do need alterations on their clothing. I was having this conversation with Eric earlier, and I said, Eric, do you get alterations on your clothes? And he said... Uh, occasionally. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Yeah. But uh, lately he's been finding that, uh, his normal size 30, 30, what was it? 32. Okay, don't, is he okay with you outing him? That's why, that's why I, I, that's why I air quote normal size and looked at him, so. (laughs) Well, it's just that I, uh, there's so much variation between brands I'm finding, you know, buy a pair of slacks normally that'll fit me, 32, 30. And then some brands, those are insanely tight, <laughs> and and I need to wear like a 34. <laughs> well, no, I mean, not even tight in good places, just like the waist where it's just uncomfortable. I don't understand why there's so much variation between There is a lot sizes, of variation. So here's or between my, brands. Here's my point. There's no such thing as ready-to-wear clothing. So if you can find something off the rack, it is like amazing. It's like, oh, my gosh. It fits me great. But most of the time, you have to have some bit of slight alterations, for sure. Mm. Well, and I think it's interesting when uh, I won't even speak about shopping with our clients. I'll talk about shopping for myself or shopping with friends, and they'll try something on or I'll try something on. And I'm like, fits great. Meanwhile, I'm like, let me roll up the sleeves three times. And like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like I mean, the shoulders are a little droopy uh-huh. and, you know, whatever. Um, and I think it's amazing how much we get used to just sort of like, I mean, if you squint, it's fine. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, well, I think the other thing, too, is it's hard for people to sort of see it. What I do a lot with clients is when I th- say they put on a jacket and the sleeves are too long and that's where my eye goes, 
and I'll say, oh, those sleeves are too long. And they'll say, oh, really? It's a great way to put them in the mirror and fold one of the sleeves under so it's the right length. Mm -hmm. And they can sort of see the difference or even in a pant leg. But I think sometimes it's it's hard to visualize it until you see what the right proportion would look like as right. opposed to the wrong proportion. And um, sometimes you do need that sort of, you know, half and half kind of view. Yeah, absolutely. Right. All right. I'm going to ask some questions to keep it somewhat a speed round and since i usually speak for the people i'm going to ask questions that the people have i'm going shopping and i find something that i love and it does fit me i'm you know it it clearly needs some alterations what is the area that i need to start with so meaning like if the sleeves are perfect, but it's a little tight through the shoulders, or, you know, if it's a top and the chest, it's a little tight, or for guys, the shoulders are broad. Like, what is the area that you're like, it needs to fit with you starting at this point, and then we can alter out? Does that make sense? Correct. You fit your largest part first. The answer, my question is the answer to the question. Right. You uh, fit meaning, your largest part of your body first. So if it's okay. pants, if it's jeans, and you have a large bottom, you know, you fit, or thighs, as you fit, make sure it fits those areas first. And then okay. mm -hmm. the other modifications can come. Most, most pants actually can be taken in up to two inches in the waist. Okay. So mm -hmm. if I have uh, a larger behind or mm -hmm. I have larger thighs and, you know, taking into account the stretch that most denim has mm -hmm. today and whatever, but I have that huge gap at the back of my waist mm -hmm. that can be taken in. It can actually be taken in. Yeah. And I would say that is probably one of the biggest things that we do is yeah. try to, because that's a, um, something that we hear from a lot of clients, mostly female clients, because most women have more of an hourglass shape. Men tend to be a little bit straighter, but that's, I can't find jeans that fit. I can't find jeans that fit because to fit one, therefore sometimes doesn't mean it fits the other. So I think taking in a waist is a really great option to get a great fitting pair of pants. Waist and bottoms. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's my next question. So with the bottoms of denim, nobody wants to have that. My mother hemmed these jeans look where like it's basically been folded over and mom used whatever thread is in the, <laughs> like the sewing machine kind of vibe. So if I buy a pair of like for me, cause you know, I'm going to talk about me, uh, I'm better in a boot cut or wide leg or mm -hmm. like even a straight leg. Can I get the original hem back? Like, how do I compensate for that? If yeah. I'm getting my pants hemmed. You can totally you know. have pants altered with the original hem completely. Absolutely. Ooh. It's a little extra charge, but if you want okay. to get the original hem, you can have pants shortened with the original hem put back on. Interesting. Yeah. Now, what if they do have like the, the flare or whatever, how do they, can they do that? Are they like chopping me off at the knees and like putting me back together? Mm -hmm. Like what are they? Like, <laughs> well, I think you do have, if you're looking at a flare or a boot cut, you have a, a limit to how you short you can go because you can't, you're right. Like you can't go up four inches because you're going to lose that shape and it's not, you're not going to be able to have, you're just going to lose the circumference. It's going to be weird. Right. So yeah. like okay. you have to kind of do it within reason. Got it. 
So I can't go in and be like, I love these jeans that I found at in the like long and tall section, even though I'm like five foot nothing. And Correct. surely I can make them work. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. No, okay. you can't. You cannot. Um, here's something for men uh, to consider is when guys are uh, looking for bottoms, they're like, well, like Eric's a 32, 30, if you will. Um, guys are like, hey, I'm between a inseam, I'm in between a 33 and a 34, if you will. Oftentimes, the, uh, the longer the inseam, the longer the rise on a graduated uh, pant, on a graduated inseam. So if you're a 32-30, and then you go to a 32-32, the rise and the inseam gets longer in the pant, which actually makes a different alteration that may need to be done. Got it. Okay. Interesting. And the mm -hmm. inside, the inseam is that space that's basically like that pelvic area space that like gives you room to move. <laughs> gives Look, you room. It gives it, you room. Absolutely. Basket I'm, room. Yeah. I am keeping it like <laughs> really real here. <laughs> well, is that what you're going to call it, Eric? Basket room? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't recall ever using that term. When you say the rise, so what exactly are we talking about there? It is the inseam. The inseam okay. rise. So it's from the waist here mm -hmm. down uh, to the crotch. Uh, That's the rise. Gotcha. So okay. if you go longer in the inseam, the rise itself actually gets longer as well. Graduate. So the inseam, just to sense. say, it, is from the crotch to the bottom of the pant leg. Right. The rise is from the crotch to the waistband. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Yep. Just so okay. we're all using yep. the same vernacular. Can we use crotch on the air? <laughs> yes. Well, I believe you can, yeah. Yes. That yeah, ship has that's... sailed anyway. Okay. Um, now, what Eric's about... bleeping us. No. Yeah, right? <laughs> what about for um, whether men or women that are broader on top, right? So it's very often shoulders. They've got like arms that they've worked out or whatever for mm -hmm. women. Um, maybe you're like me, you're an inverted triangle. Um, you know, things like uh, jackets that have the stitching women jackets that like, you know, darts to like fit and give some shape. Mm -hmm. can, can those things be let out, like altered? Yeah. So it's interesting when you think about letting things out versus uh, taking things in. It is easier to adjust and take take things in than it is to adjust and let things out. Oh. Uh, like most jackets can actually be taken in through the armhole. You can even take them through the armhole, through the top part versus the bottom part of it as well. It also depends on the brand. Mm -hmm. Typically better brands, you know, like when, when you're looking at some of the more fast fashion, you're not going to find a lot of allowances inside the seams because, Absolutely. you know, every inch of fabric they don't put in a garment adds up to create another garment as opposed to having. So if you sometimes better brands are better for letting out as opposed to more of the fast fashion brands. Yeah, they will have allowances in all of the seams for sure. So I learned that in pioneer days, that was called a grow tuck. And when you saw the <laughs> dresses and the skirts that the pioneer women wore, they were like little pleats. And then as they grew, they would let a pleat out. And so it was like, bam, you grew an inch. Nope. There you go. Chow. That's, where, that's where tearing or came seam from. Ripping. Yeah. Huh. Okay. 
That's what also, about- that was also very true. Like if you look at Downton Abbey, one of the, you know, the kitchen maid, her skirt, you can see the difference where they let the hem down. The blue is different. Like I, I read an article and they were talking about how authentic the clothes were. And they were like, that's absolutely what it would have looked like for a maid to have skirts that were those different colors as they were worn and washed mm-hmm. and let out. So I do think that that was something that was done a lot more frequently back in the day when people didn't have the luxury to have quite the closet sizes that they do now. They didn't now, make it count. One of the questions I have is, let's say you were, are, uh, you're a hair wearing pleats, so you're wearing fringe or sequins or pleats or some of these more complicated fabrics uh, and fabrication types can those be altered to fit? Well, when you say uh, fabrications, like are you talking about micro pleats? Or are you talking about um, pleats in general? Yeah, like, like if I, yeah, like if I have a, a, for instance, I have a pair of like Palazzo pants that are um, Eileen Fisher, and they're mm-hmm. a micro pleat. Right. And if I need to take them in, which is not the case, by the way. Um, <laughs> You know, is that possible given that I'm working with pleats? Yeah, you can take it in from the waistband or depending on the person and their style, you actually can take it in from the bottom. If it's like a really full palazzo, maybe it doesn't need to be that full. Maybe it actually could be a little shorter and still give you the same look that you're looking for, except not as full. Okay. Yeah. So I know we only have... uh, probably like two minutes left here. So what are some of the most common alterations that we do with our clients? What are the things that we're doing the most? So here's the thing. Most people look, don't realize that the length of a jacket, whether it's an outerwear piece, a blazer, anything is a huge, makes a huge difference in how it actually looks on your body. Right, Beck? Yes, Absolutely. Sleeve length and it is probably on your body our number shape, one so, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's not. So is, <laughs> is that typically like you can tell I'm not in studio. I'm like, I'm off. Cause I think the, the sound is a little bit off, but so is, do you find that that's typically um, the sleeve length? Is that typically like, I know I have a couple moto jackets that I actually had to bring in a little bit so that they weren't so boxy on me. Right, right. That was something that I was like, what, you could do that? Yes. <laughs> yes. To fit your widest part of your body first and then tape, take the rest of it in. But the sleeve length is huge. Right. Even when someone's like, oh, I can just roll the sleeve up three times. Um, typically you want to do on any jacket, if you're going to roll the sleeve up would be two times. And then when you turn it up, Max. here's something to note. If you turn it up twice and it's not a three quarter sleeve, it's too long. So when you turn your jacket sleeve up twice, it actually should turn into a three-quarter length sleeve. So that's how you know if it's too long. All right. There you go. So uh, going back to what we're talking about with good alterations, then how you show up, it's still how you show up realistically. It's just minimizing the things that you maybe want to minimize, and it's maximizing the things that you've got to maximize. And style is in the yep. details. It's the little details of style of your clothing alterations that makes a huge difference in how it looks and then also how it fits. Wow. All right. Look at us. We're geniuses. 
Uh, if you, yes, we are. Thank you for that. <laughs> if you want to learn more about these topics or more, you can listen to other episodes of Wisdom from the Wardrobe wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget, you can go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com, fill out a personal style assessment, ask a question, and connect with us. There you go. Ciao. Thanks, Alter everybody. reality Bye. is over. We missed you, Pamela. <laughs> If you like what you're listening to and want to learn more about the team, get some great style inspiration and useful style tips on how to elevate your personal style, you can follow them on Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. That's Instagram at Michael Bruce IC. Thanks for listening.